that um, let's be honest. I mean, these are these are some of our favorite shows because we're probably going to be taking calls for two hours and fifteen minutes without a break. No guests today. All you. We're live at Border City L House, fifteen oh six Lee Trevino, getting ready for a, a Monday night game. That uh, well, the best thing, the nicest thing I could say about this game is if you are an NFC North fan, this is for you. Minnesota and Chicago. Well, I mean, you know, when you put the schedule out there, you're going to have games like this, and this is it. This is basically it. So um, come down to the uh, Ale House with us. It's pint night, 350, pints. That's right. They're on special tonight. We also have $4 Fireball and $3 cans of Modelo. We'll be watching that game between uh, the Bears and the Vikings, giving away some great prizes at the half. A terrific uh, prize package from our friends at All That Music and Video. I was there just a little while ago checking out their Black Friday selection of uh, goodies that are still there. And if you're looking for the holiday gift, they've got it for you. Newly remodeled and expanded spot at the Fountains of Farrah, directly below the Best Buy parking lot. They have given us some incredible, uh, incredible prizes. We're going to be giving away a Gold Legends premium vinyl figure it's about a 12 it's about a 12 inch figure of walter payton complete with the bears headband this is the coolest prize we've given out from all that music and video the entire time we've been there in fact this prize is so cool when i saw it for the first time i i I asked uh, tom who purchases these for us to give these away hey did you buy an extra one for yourself and for us because i mean this is the this is the coolest of the cool. It's a again, a Funko of the great Walter Payton full size that uh, we are going to be giving away out here today at Border City Ale House. In fact, I just sent this to you right now, Adrian. Take a look at this. Um, it is a I call this the premium prize that we have out here today. Oh, my goodness. Steve, this is amazing. This is actually any – you don't have to be a Bears fan. Any no. football fan would love this one. This is a one one of one right here. Coolest thing I've seen by far. So we'll be giving that away. We also have a Dalvin Cook smaller pop Funko to give away for you Viking fans that love Dalvin Cook uh, before he went to the Jets. We've got Vikings and Bears uh, bottle opener keychains. We've got History of the Bears on DVD. And we've got a Vikings lanyard all from all that music and video. Vinyl, CDs, video, and gifts. They've got something for everybody. And they've been around since 1980, folks. They are the only complete music media store in the region. Now... Our friends from 915 Sports Novelties have stepped up in a big way. Bassett Place, they also, uh, they are all sports and uh, great gift ideas for the holidays. If you have not shopped there, you need to check it out. 915 Sports Novelties. We've got a welcome to our house Dallas Cowboy sign we're going to be giving away. We've got a Los Angeles Rams flag. We're going to be giving that away. Um, we also, we've got a... Um, we got two Rams flags. You got one for the car and a three by five for the house. That's all going to be given away today from nine one five Sports and Novelty. I thought you were couple- going to say one for Adrian, Steve. I'm sad. What would you like? Would you like the three by five or would you like the car flag? <laughs> I-, I would like the three by five. I would love that. All right, I'll put that away for you. How's that? Thank you. you. Like that? Wow, that's amazing. Thank Adrian you. Adrian won. Adrian just won the three by five flag. Everybody, we got our first winner of the night. That'll be nice. Good. We also have. 
a, and by the way, I'm dead serious. That flag will be yours from 915 Sports and Novelties, Adrian. Um, we've got a skate pass voucher. We've got two pairs to give away to the rink at Winterfest. November 18th through January the 1st at Convention Center Plaza. We'll be giving those out. And courtesy of our friends at um, um, the Oscar Arietta Agency, we've got a couple of uh, orange minor sunglasses. All that given away here today. Uh, as we get ready for Monday Night Football. All right. So I figured that the announcement for Dana Dimmel's future would come uh, no later than today. It came yesterday. I am not surprised. In fact, we expected it. I am. Uh, I have a, uh, a group uh, of uh, friends that we text regularly, and we, and, uh, we call ourselves the U- – they, uh, they call themselves the UTEP Whiners. And I told them last week – that I would retire on the spot hosting Sports Talk. Unlike Russo, I would have done it um, if this did not happen. Not because I wanted Dana Dimmel out. It was just I was that convinced it would happen, and I believed it would happen. So happens yesterday. No surprise there. Um, lots of uh, material up on the website between candidates uh, that uh, are you know looking into it, reasons why. Um, the fact is this, folks. You go from seven wins to five wins to three wins in the last three years. That's what's going to happen. Coach is going to be out of a job. That's just the, the, the plain, simple facts. The program was going in the wrong direction. You can cite injuries. You can cite anything you want. But the truth is uh, this team was built to contend for Conference USA. It was the most disappointing team in conference. You could see one of the most disappointing teams in college football this year. Somebody has to pay the price. And ultimately, Adrian, Dana Dimmel and his staff, they were the ones that will be uh, you know, uh, looking for work as a result of a disappointing season like this. Yeah, so today we heard the news, and I, I'm sure everybody's listening to the show hoping that we have answers as to which candidates will be out there. First off, there's no surprise whatsoever about the Dana Dimmel firing. Uh, but the candidates, as far as that goes, no sign of any official candidates. We can speculate all we want, which we'll do across this show and across multiple shows. But I will say this, the, the bit of information we did find out today is the timeline that this athletic department hopes for is a two-week turnaround uh, for this head coaching hire. I would just say to that point, that two weeks should really be just a couple days, in my opinion, because this is the writing has been on the wall. They should have had candidates out there. They should have uh, at least thought and done their homework as to who they want to target, and they should make this a, a quicker uh, hire than otherwise, knowing that the transfer portal officially opens on December 4th and players can officially be contacted uh, a week from today, and knowing that December 20th is the early signing day for the next class in 2024. Those things are are very important when it comes to building a, a football team moving forward and that's why they need to hire someone quick and make it the right hire here uh, for this next job absolutely absolutely um so we'll uh, we'll get a chance to talk to you we got full phone lines already um twitter's on fire uh, by the way i know some of you don't like to hear x formerly known as twitter i get all that but the fact is um you know what we've we've been we've been searching for months how to describe this social media platform that we've been on forever. We came up with X, formerly known as Twitter, because that's what ESPN Radio started doing. We're like, ah, oh, that sounds good enough. I mean, I was looking for any kind of suggestions that work. Adrian, X, formerly known as Twitter, has uh, been uh, blowing up <laughs> since the news first hit yesterday that UTEP would be looking for a new head football coach. Yeah, the only one who does not like uh, the way that we talk about it is Esteban. So I'm sorry, Esteban, but we'll, we're still talking about it this way. And uh, I don't think I'm going to change it. I think this is a good way to, to describe it. 
Are you surprised though that they haven't gone with X.com? Is it because is it because Elon doesn't own that? Is that maybe, why? Yeah, maybe he's got to fork up a little of that crypto yeah. that he has, uh, you know, waiting in uh, there, uh, you know, to actually afford X.com or something like that. Could be the case. Could be the case. We are working on a pick or pass story. We'll have that for the website soon enough. We're putting the finishing touches on that as well. So yes, uh, we are busy. There's names floating around everywhere right now so we could definitely get a chance to talk about that with you let's just you know what let's go to the phones i got a lot to say today uh, we got a lot to talk about as far as utep and their football program basketball unfortunately on saturday uh laid a, a huge egg uh in uh southern california against uh, Loyola marymount you could say they had tired legs you could say whatever you want Adrian, this was the first time all season the basketball team was blown out by an opponent. Right. Uh, we just spoke with head coach Joe Golding at practice today beforehand. Did confirm that there was something going on. Not sure if it was the stomach bug. Not sure if it was the flu or something. Uh, point is, after Thanksgiving, the team was not the same uh, as they were in the SoCal Challenge. So that Loyola Marymount game, they're going to chalk it up as a learning point. They're going to try to get better from it. And Joe Golding explained that uh, this Wednesday will be eight games for this team in the month of November. It's a lot of games right there, and they need to practice to try to get better in these uh, upcoming games that they have in December. After this week, things start to soften up. It just becomes like one game a week until we get to the Sun Bowl Invitational. So yeah, let's see what they could do as they try to practice and get better, uh, and let's see how they they do here on Wednesday against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, Completely agree with you on that. And by the way, I'm seeing messages on the app. I'll get to those in a moment. Uh, We've got a lot of things coming in on social at 600 ESPN El Paso. We'll do that as well. Let's get through as many calls in the two hours we have with you as we possibly can. We're just going to take nonstop calls the entire show. Our phone number is 505-6009-505-6009. We're not going to spend a ton of time with each caller today because we want to get through as many as possible. So um, we apologize if you have plans to stay on with us for an entire segment. We are going to try to cut these calls as short and sweet as we possibly can. Let's begin with Domingo. He's first up. Happy Monday, Domingo. Thanks for the call. Happy Monday, and how was your Thanksgiving, Cappy? Excellent, Domingo. Thank you. Yeah, it's a shock that they fired Jimbo. It was hap- it w- I didn't know it was going to happen, but it's also a black Monday for college football. But we'll make it nice and sweet. ULF, Lisa Monroe, Indiana, Houston, and they, they fired the coaches. But the biggest shock of all is Middle Tennessee with, Rock- with Rick Rock still 18 years, and they just fired him? Hey, listen, they, that program didn't produce this year, uh, and I appreciate the phone call. Um, unlike you, I think most of El Paso had a feeling this was coming. The only question about Dana Dimmel was, could the university afford the buyout? Now we know the answer is yes. As for Middle Tennessee, listen, 4-8. and eight, They were 0-6 oh on the road. Adrian, that to me is a sign that after all these years, even the Blue Raiders are looking for a new leader to try to turn their program around. You know what? I'm not going to say the writing was on the wall, but when I asked head coach Dana Dimmel, why do you think they've had some kind of issues this year? I'm not saying uh, Dimmel hinted at this before their game, but he knew that this program was going through it, and he knew uh, that you know Rick Stockstill, who's been around this program and around college football for two decades, uh, was maybe facing some heat over there. And yeah, as a result, Middle uh, Tennessee see that job is open as well next up patrick joins us here on sports talk patrick thanks for the call hey steve how's it going man hi patrick hey uh just real quick this these are my thoughts uh wish the man all, all the luck in the world 
uh, old fans stay classy. You know, you know, stay away from the f bombs and cursing them. He's dumb. Let him go on. Let him have a good life. All right. As far as, far as who I think we need to hire. All right. All right what I, we need to hire somebody that's a winner. Whether it's Division Two, FCS, FBS, we need momentum. So wherever he comes from, that's what we need. We need momentum. Well, if he was this, uh, he did this. No, we need momentum. I'll hang up, Steve, and let you go. Appreciate it. Momentum is great. That's right. They want be fans want a winner. Adrian, that's what it comes down to. I don't think people care who they hire as long as it's somebody that can re-energize this community, this fan base, and get the miners on a track to finally uh, try to turn this thing around. And he also mentioned something interesting. Division two, the lower-level schools. It'd be interesting to see if the final list of candidates that UTEP interviews includes anybody from an FCS level as a head coach, uh, of course, Division two as a head coach. That would be really interesting to me knowing that the last time they had a, a head coaching search for football, it was very quiet as far as their list of candidates or maybe their final list of uh, possible hires. So this time around, I'm curious to see if any FCS or Division II coaches interview for the job and are maybe finalists for the job. There you go. Let's take one more call before we go to our first break with Charlie One and come back with calls. Cruz is joining us next as we've cleared the lines from our first segment of the show. Hey, Cruz, how are you? I'm doing okay, buddy. How about yourself? Fine, thanks, Cruz. Hey, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to say I hope that they've been looking for a coach at least during the season. We, we need to take one or two seasons because coaches don't look the same on paper as they do sure. out there on the field. And, and um, uh, you know, what kind of athletes they've been recruiting, we need to look in, into that. Uh, they need to take time to do, do this. I think we should have a program where – People call in and give ideas as far as what to look for, you know, how they should go about it. Uh, give them some ideas because we keep going through this over and over and over, you know. And I'm sorry Coach Dimmel lost his job, but, uh, you know, it, it, that's the nature of the beast in that business. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's part of what, it's part of what goes on. There's no doubt about that. So I'm with you. All right. Appreciate the call. We'll keep things moving right after Charlie Wan. He's standing by with his traffic update. on that one, Joe Battle in Montwood. And then we have to that, Wedgwood and Sugarberry. We have a wreck here, Wedgwood and Sugarberry. And then in Central, 3600 East by Sano by the bridge, we have a wreck. So we're going to get that bridge congested there, 3600 East by Sano. Heavy traffic both sides right now, I-10 at Red. This subject brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon. Leo's has a full-service bar, famous tortilla soup, full menu, fresh, delicious, affordable, and uh, also, Tampiquenia, Top Sirloin Steak, or Chicken Breast. They're open uh, Tuesday through Sunday, not today, but tomorrow. Deals Restaurant, 7520 Remcon, Charlie 1 600, ESPN El Paso. Ew, gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. 
Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. Hi, this is Ronnie Lowenfield, Casa Buick GMC. Listen. Casa Buick GMC gives thanks. And you'll have a lot to be thankful for with $8,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Denali. That's $8,000 off. GMC, we are professional grade. And Casa Buick GMC used cars offers you a used 2020 GMC Sierra 1500 elevation for $27,777. And a used 2022 GMC Sierra 1500 Pro, $46,777. Casa Buick GMC gives thanks. Home of the nice guys. Yeah. Coralito Steakhouse and Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. It's a winning combination. Discover the art of grilling at El Paso's favorite restaurant. Now open in the area's best casino. And Sunland Park is the only place to win a Ford Bronco Sport. Just play any of our win-a-car slots to win. The Coralito Steakhouse and the place to win a Ford Bronco, where there's always more. Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Keep it fun. Play responsibly. Need help? Call 1-800-572-1142. Are you looking to buy or sell your home in the El Paso area? Hi, I'm Timothy Cantrell. With his vast knowledge, unwavering dedication, and valuable resources, Timothy is here to make your real estate dreams come true. Ready to take the next step? Contact Timothy today. You can call or text him at 915-204-8441. And don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Timothy Realtor for the latest listings and tips. Timothy Cantrell, selling the dream, one property at a time. Shop Macy's Cyber Monday specials for big savings on gifts they'll love. Now while supplies last, like 50 to 65% off warm winter coats. 50 to 60% off party-ready shoes and handbags, and 20 to 65% off the hottest toys of the season from Sharper Image, Discovery, Jeffrey's Toy Box, and more. Plus, get it faster with store pickup at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Dell's Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. 600 ESPN El Paso. Twenty-one past the hour as we continue here on Sports Talk. I am looking at some of the messages coming through here on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, at 600 ESPN El Paso. Sun City Capper gets in. Bob Stoll was always prepared to fill coaching voids. If this takes two weeks, you know Jim Center didn't want to fire him. Also, for not being prepared, Jim Center should uh, be donating his upcoming year's salary towards the buyout. He's lucky he's keeping his job. Um, we don't know how long this is going to take, Capper. We don't know if it's going to take a week, two weeks. We don't know what 
chances are they have their list. They now can start exploring people since it's official. I would not be surprised, Adrian, if preliminary interviews begin by midweek and they start narrowing down finalists by this weekend. Right, and I know and I get it that there are some of these coaches that we will mention as part of a possible list, a, a candidate list, that are, conti- are are actually currently playing with their uh, current team right now, whether it's like uh, FCS playoffs, Division Two playoffs, anything like that, bowl games that could be coming up. If you're talking about offensive coordinators, even championship week for some of the names that we're mentioning. So those are all things that you got to keep in mind if you're UTEP. Yes, you have to move quickly. You have to be strategic about all this stuff and get as many re- references as you can for these interviews. But you also have to be fast and, and uh, you know, um, make a quick answer. Look at how fast it was for Texas A&M. I, I get it. Apples to oranges. But they didn't have their coach and Mark Stoops. Well, less than 48 hours afterwards, they hire Elko over there at Texas A&M, and he's introduced today in their uh, press conference. Yep, that's true. That is true. All right, uh, let's get to the calls. 505-6009 at 600 ESPN El Paso. Steve, you're next up on the program. How you doing, Steve? Good, Steve. Uh, I first want you to give me the address to Jerry Kilt because I want to send him a thank you note because talking about apples to apples, he's shown what a good coach can do, not in year four or year in five. Yeah. Year one, he has a winning season. Year two, he goes and rips uh, Auburn a new one and is in the conference championship game. Um, so that sets the standard for all the people that say you can't recruit here, you can't win here, you can't go against the big boys here. Kill is showing you the model to do it. So I thank him for doing that because I think it sets a bar with an apple-to-apple comparison of okay. what can be done with good coaching. That's number one. Number two, the fans of El Paso deserve this. We've been in the top one or two of uh, Conference USA attendance in football over the last several years. We've been there. What has not been there has been the product on the field. I think Dana Dimmel is a real nice guy, but if you take a look at his coaching record at his last head coaching experience over in Houston, he was 8-26. and I don't see how a guy like that gets a head coaching job at at UTEP and gets hired by Center. What a huge mistake the AD made. So he needs to make amends uh, this go-around. Hire a coach that's going to get donors excited. You're going to need to do the collective and hire a coach who has a winning record and comes from a winning foundation. And if Sintra can't do it, he needs to call Mario Mocha and ask him, who should I be looking for? Uh, and that's, that's really the game plan going forward. You know, it's interesting. I, I wonder if, um, you know, how much ADs reach out to their fellow ADs when it comes to a coaching hire. That is really an interesting thing to bring up. Um, and, and I don't know if they'll go in that direction. But I'll say this, Steve. They've had six weeks to think about this. And, you know, most most ADs will tell you that when they start a year, they've already put a list together. I, I talked to Mac Rhodes years ago when he was still at UTEP, and he told me that when it came to basketball coaches, he put a list every year he was here of potential targets in case that job opens up. I'm assuming that that's something I would hope that Jim Center and his staff would have as well working, and they would already start their homework even if they're not looking for a head coaching position. Hey, one other thing I'll mention on this, Steve, that uh, that you know Steve was also mentioning on his phone call is the fact that about uh, you know a collective that's very important, and that also was addressed uh, recently. Sources will tell us right now that uh, they are working behind closed doors on a collective. It is unclear though if it's just specific to football or if it's going to cover all sports right now. But that is something that the athletic department is working with some of the donors and stuff like yep. that to establish more of a streamlined collective. 
Hopefully that happens. Well, I mean, they need it. Let's be honest, Adrian. NIL is a necessity, and if they don't have it, I wonder how many candidates for this position will not even want to entertain taking the job if they know that UTEP has no plans to build an NIL for football. Yeah, I mean, I'm just uh, speculating here, but let's say UTEP goes after a Texas Longhorns assistant, which, by the way, the Longhorns benefit, and uh, they have so much NIL collective money that they could tap into that it's uh, absurd. So if you're talking to uh, to a coach out there with all those resources and you're saying, hey, you got to do a lot with limited resources, that's a big turnoff if you're a prospective coach. Sure. Sure it is. Sure is. So... Anyway, all right, uh, good conversation as we keep things moving here. 27 now past the hour. Let's get back to the phones. Joe is going to join us next. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hey, Steve, how are you? Good, thanks, Joe. Hey, I have a question. How, how realistic is it to get competitive on the uh, UTEP coaching position and we bring one of the top coaches from the lower levels? Um, when you say lower level, you mean FCS? Is that what you're talking about? FCS, yes. Division two, yes, sir. I mean, I'm sure they can go in that direction if they want. I mean, that's something they could they could ultimately do if they decided to go in that in you know in that in that area. But I'm not you know. I also think UTEP. Let me ask you this. All right, if you had a choice, would you rather have small school winning head coach or power five young? up-and-coming assistant? Kind of a trick question. It, it, it's uh, both. Mo- Money's no issue. Money's no issue, Joe. So let's assume you can afford both, okay? You could afford I both. Yeah, see, I would too. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even think twice about it. I would go Power 5. And I'll tell you something else, okay? For some reason, Joe, the words stepping stone bother people. I've never understood why this is. I, I don't for the life of me understand. The last time UTEP men's basketball was a stepping stone, they went to three NCAA tournaments over a six-year period with three different head coaches that all took Power 5 jobs. And the bottom line is the men's basketball team has not been back to the NCAA tournament since. And there's no reason why if you say football could be a stepping stone for a young head coach, people should be uh, offended or, or take offense to that. I've seen too many guys for too many years that have taken this program nowhere, and if you can get somebody that can win and go and you bring in either one of their coordinators or the next guy to do the same thing and keep that revolving door but the program keeps winning, that ultimately will still make UTEP much more competitive in the long run. Exactly. And, and, and you know what? It was three years long overdue. I think they let them go a little too long, so I think they owe it to the fans to bring in the right coaching staff moving forward. And switching gears real quick, Steve, the NFL, the officiating, it's getting out of control. It's really bad. I personally feel it's affecting the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, it gets worse every year. And it's at a point now where it's beyond bad. It's beyond horrible. I agree with you. Did you think that the play in the Philadelphia-Buffalo game in overtime was a fumble, or do you think that was an incompletion? Or did you not see it? 
Uh, I don't know if he dropped Steve, but uh, I'll, I'll answer that one for him. Uh, I probably saw three different calls uh, yesterday on that same type of catch and fumble. Yep. And uh, I don't know. I have no clue. My answer is I don't know because there is no consistency with the NFL with calling. So sometimes I'll tell you, yeah, that was definitely a catch and it was a fumble. And then other times I'm like, wait, why was it ruled an incomplete pass? Didn't we just call this a fumble two games ago? It's inconsistent right right now across the NFL. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I've got George and Eddie to get to, but first let's go right back to Adrian standing by with this bottom of the hour Sports Center update. Thank you very much, Steve. I just want to point out again our website, 600ESPNLPaso.com, for all the coaching changing news at UTEP, including Minor Talk, the emergency podcast presented by the Oscar Adietta Agency. All of that is up, 600ESPNLPaso.com. Steve's got some art, uh, an article up. I've got an article up. Pick or Pass is coming up from Zay, Steve, and yours truly. All up, 600ESPNLPaso.com. Let's go over to NFL news from today. The Vegas Raiders waived cornerback Marcus Peters today. A day after the ninth-year veteran was benched before halftime of a 31-17 loss to the Chiefs. The team also waived safety Roderick Teamer, who two days after was arrested and charged with DUI and speeding. Let's head over to more news. Also, out this out of baseball today, outfielder Jason Hayward is returning to the Dodgers on a one-year deal for $9 million. He had a bounce-back 2023 season in L.A. He hit .269 with 15 homers and compiled 2.2 wins above replacement per fan graphs. The lefty played all three outfield spots and first base in a platoon role, which he figures to return in 2024 with the Dodgers. Let's uh, head over to what's happening tonight. It's Monday Night Football and we'll have it for you. It's the Bears who are 3-8 and eight on the year, taking on the Vikings 6-5 and five on the season. 6-15 kickoff and we'll have it for you here on 600 ESPN El Paso. On NBA TV, it's a doubleheader. Lakers Philly. This one gets started at 5 o'clock on NBA TV and then and the Clippers will host the Nuggets at 8.30 after that game. That's a look at your Sports Center update for 600 ESPN El Paso. I'm Adrian Bradas. All right. Appreciate it, Adrian. As we keep things moving, let's get right back to the show and to the phones. 505-6009. George is joining us next on the lines. What's going on, George? How are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? Well, I mean, it, it didn't come as much of a surprise when I heard the news uh, of, of Demo losing his job. I mean, I, I feel for the guy. He's a he's a good guy, but it was time for a change. I mean, as a as a longtime UTEP supporter of not only football but basketball and and other sports, uh, this is uh, this was bound to happen. I mean, when you go three and nine, and then you have uh, all all the momentum from the year before, having a lot of returning seniors and just having a good squad to to build something on. And you just you just lay the the big the big egg. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just it, it was it was bound to happen. Do I feel for the guy? Yeah, but uh, it's time to move on. Something better. And and as I was saying, you know, whoever comes in needs to want to be here, and and needs to want to create a, a a winning culture. And uh, we got to do it soon because uh, you know the early early. Uh, Signing day is, is upon us, and we know we, we need to move fast, and it needs to happen. Yep, yep, no doubt about it. They gotta. That's what I'm saying. This thing's got to be done 
I mean, two weeks is a long time. I'm hoping they're introducing the next head coach by early to mid next week. Yeah, and and the thing is, is a lot of the candidates that you guys are speculating on are really good. I I do agree with you. Going with uh, with either an up and coming uh, Division One uh, uh, assistant coach that would be a great fit. I mean, we want somebody young, somebody hungry, and and I, I agree with you, Steve. I think using it as as uh, to uh, to build your resume is is nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long as he leaves the program better than what when he found it. I mean, to me, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I'd rather go with an FBS than an FCS because the guys at least already seen real competition in Division One. You know, yep. you know, you know. There's nothing wrong with going that route, but I think it's time for us to to think big. I'm with you. All right, appreciate the call. Thanks for getting in. There's no reason why you can't think big. You're right, George. Let's go to Eddie. He's next in Fort Bliss. Thirty-five past the hour. What's going on, Eddie? Hey, what's going on, Steve? Not uh, much. So, out of, out of left field quality candidate, ready? Yep. Ed Reed. You're the second Ed person Reed. who mentioned him to me today. Ed Reed was looking to get into Bethune-Cookman. Yep. Something fell through. I don't yep. know what it was, but he get, you, he's low risk. He has a household name, so it's almost like what you got with Deion Sanders when he went to Jackson State. He's not looking for the money. It's more about the trying to prove himself now so that way he can actually get into an NFL head coaching job because that was his ultimate goal anyway. And then name a smarter safety, a smarter person to read defenses and to pass that on to kids. Yeah. Ed Reed, is fa- it's a, that is a fascinating name. I mean, it really is. You're talking about a guy that could be a, a pro football Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, first ballot, exactly. I mean, you know, you're talking about somebody who – is truly one of the best ever to play his position. That is that is exactly right. So, yeah, I mean, that is an it's a really really interesting interesting name, and he's done everything as a football player, everything. Pro Football Hall of Famer, College Football Hall of Famer, one of the all time greats. He's only 40, 45 years old. I mean, you wonder um, is Ed Reed the kind of guy that will eventually be given? an opportunity to become a head coach in college football, Adrian. Yeah, he should. I mean, I think that Ed Reed is one of the more, more brilliant minds in all of football. You just hear him. He's he's really good on media, and he talks a lot about the game today and how it can improve. Uh, Eddie brings up a fantastic point about the Bethune-Cookman. Now, the caveat, the reason why he didn't take that job, the lack of resources, the lack yeah. of institutional control that he felt at the time, and that's uh, a little bit of a worry, in my opinion, when you look at the UTEP job, sure. knowing that their facilities are a little behind compared to some of the others in Conference USA even. One of the points I brought up uh, when talking about, you know, what UTEP needs, they do need better facilities. There's no doubt about it. 37 past the hour as we continue here. Adrian at Enemy Win the number three. Steve, has UTEP ever had a head football coach who is a minority? The answer is no, they have not. Um, If you look down the list, everybody they've ever had that's been a head coach for football, there has never been a minority head football coach. And that does that includes Hispanic, anybody. I mean, no, there has not. And, you know, that's another interesting point, Adrian, is does UTEP go and do something they've never done before? Do they go the minority route? 
for uh, their next head coaching position. That's also could be a possibility. Could be a possibility indeed. In my opinion, just give everybody the opportunity to interview uh, for the job if yep. they're uh, qualified for it. So, uh, yeah, I think I think they should uh, you know, keep their options as open as possible. We're talking about veterans, head coaches. We're also talking about coordinators, rising coordinators across college football. Maybe you interview as many people as you can if you're UTEP to try to narrow down that list for finalists and then do your dil- uh, due diligence to do the follow-up interviews based on that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, anyway, good stuff. 38 now past the hour. 505-6009. That is our telephone number. 505-6009. Get you right on in and through to the program. This came from Robert M. Thanks to Coach for his hard work. Too bad it turned out on the wrong side this year. With that being said, we need a young coach with new ideas, hungry, for a winning team think about that adrian young coach new ideas hungry for a winner yeah isn't that exactly what you want that sounds like the model for the next head football coach at utep so i love that from adrian at enemy win awesome and robert uh, here on our 600 espn el paso mobile app 39 pass come back with more in a moment stay with us sports talk continues live 600 espn el paso I'm ABC7's Hillary Florin for 600 ESPN El Paso. Hope your Monday is going well. I have a look at the headlines on this 27th day of November from our KVIA studios. We'll start things off with our top story. One person in the hospital at this hour after a crash involving a motorcycle. It happened on Loop 375 near Pelicano on the east side. A serious crash resulted in the closure of Loop 375. All southbound traffic at Loop 375 was being diverted to Vista del Sol. It happened around one. 30 on Monday morning. Only that one person with serious injuries. No other information is available. The good news is, is that the road is now open for traffic. Early voting begins today for this special election, including an unexpired term for City of El Paso District 2. Since current City Rep District 2 Alexandra Anello announced in October she was running for Texas State Rep District 77, that prompted City Council to call this special election. A total of four candidates on the ballot, Veronica Carvajal, Judy Gutierrez, Josh Acevedo, and Ben Mendoza. Election Day itself, Saturday, December 9th. And big news, it's the end of an era for UTEP football after head coach Dana Dimmel was fired. It also means the search is on now for the team's next head coach. The news of his firing coming just a day after the team fell 42-28 to to number 22 Liberty in the final game of the regular season. After that game, Dana Dimmel remained confident that he'd return. He did have one more year remaining on his current contract. He would have made more than $800,000. UTEP will now buy out the remainder of his contract and he'll be paid a little more than $667,000. And that's a look at your headlines. I'm ABC7's Hillary Florin for 600 ESPN El Paso. You can stay up to date on news, weather, and traffic throughout the day by heading to our website, kvia.com. And also you can get our app, and then you'll never miss out on a thing. I'm Hillary Florin. Have a great day. In the El Paso Metroplex, a couple of crashes going on here. First on the far east side, Joe Battle and Montwood, we have a crash. Joe Battle and Montwood. And also on the east side, Gabriel West at Lomaland, we have a crash. 
Westside, Helen of Troy, and New Harvest. We have a regular caution here. Then also I-10 and Red, both sides. That traffic is struggling right now. This update brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon. Leo's has the full-service bar, famous tortilla soup, full menu. And over the first of Papilla, thank you for choosing Leo's. Leo's uh, not open today, but open tomorrow. Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon, Charlie 1600, ESPN El Paso. Sun Bowl Executive Director Bernie Olivas every Tuesday at 5 for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl Watch during Sports Talk and only on 600 ESPN El Paso. When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a champion furnace. The complete champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions, so no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. Applebee's has the NFL Sunday ticket. Catch all your favorite NFL team Sunday games live at Applebee's all season long. Combine your favorite team with your favorite food and choose from handcrafted burgers, steaks, ribs, seafood, pastas, sandwiches, and more. Score with signature and classic cocktails, beer, wine, and of course the most delicious desserts. And register in an El Paso Applebee's for a chance to win a trip to one of seven Dallas Cowboys home games. Applebee's, cheering good in the neighborhood. This is Steve Kaplowitz and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day delivered commercial free to your phone or tablet. That's right. All the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts. Kiss FM wants you to cruise into 2024 on a Caribbean cruise for two. Get ready to sail away with Kiss FM and the outlet shops in El Paso with the great purse giveaway. Win a brand new brand name purse plus everything inside, including this year's grand prize. An eight-day, seven-night vacation, including a Caribbean cruise. Exciting, it's so exciting, with round-trip air, hotel, plus $300 spending money. The Great First Giveaway. Sign up now at the Outlet Shops at El Paso, all Peter Piper Pizza locations, Johnson Jewelers, 5860 North Mesa, and just down the road, the Desert Moon Emporium, 4400 North Mesa. You can register at the El Paso Zoo, thanks to the El Paso Zoological Society, Dillard Summon Park, Paco Wong's Chinese Restaurant, 7111 North Mesa. Plus, look and listen for special Tecate Light and Baby Tree Surrogacy remote registration opportunities. The Great purse giveaway. Win a brand new brand name purse plus everything inside. Learn more at kisselpaso.com. At the Home Depot, we have all kinds of trees, but the one thing they have in common is they were all made for joy. Like the seven and a half foot Jackson Noble fir artificial Christmas tree for only $2.99. It easily clicks into place and comes to life with 1,200 color-changing lights and eight different remote control settings. When you buy your tree at the Home Depot, not only will you get more out of it, you'll be able to put more under it. Bring home joy with your perfect tree from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. 
Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Are you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi, the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it, but wish you didn't. Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum-free? With over 200,000 five-star reviews, I'm so sure you're going to love it, or you can return it for free. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code RADIO20 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code RADIO20. L-U-M-E-Deodorant.com code RADIO20 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. Love it or return it for free. That's L-U-M-E-Deodorant.com code RADIO20. This is Freddie Coleman here. El Paso's longest-running sports radio show is coming up at 4 on 600 ESPN El Paso. It's Sports Talk with Cappy and Adrian. Forty-seven past the hour. Two lines are open. Five zero five six zero zero nine. As we're live today from Border City L House, getting you ready for Monday Night Football NFC North Showdown. Bears and uh, the Minnesota Vikings. You want to watch it with us? Come down and uh, be a part of it out here. 1506 Lee Trevino. We're talking UTEP football. We're talking coach. We're talking possibilities. We're talking what went wrong, what could go right with this big hire that is going to really be the hire for Jim Center. Let's be honest. His contract runs out in 2026. And if this one doesn't go right, then more than likely UTEP could not only be looking for a new head football coach in a couple of years, but they could be looking for a new director of athletics as well. So a lot of pressure on Jim Center to get this one right and turn the football program around. Hasn't been easy, hasn't been done in 50-plus years on a consistent basis. Let's go to Earl in Fort Bliss. He joins us next. Earl, thanks for waiting through the break. Welcome aboard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No problem, Steve. No problem, Steve. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, Earl, I just fantastic. Think that, yes, Thanks for coming in. Can you, yes, sir. No, I just think that we're, we're not really addressing the root the root cause. Let me just ask the question. What makes Las Cruces a better sports town or college town than El Paso? The only answer to that question is it is more of a – uh, state school with more of a campus lifestyle than what UTEP has, which is more of a commuter school. That's pretty much the biggest difference, that when you walk on the campus, it's night and day different than what you find uh, around here. So do you think, with, with, with that being said, Steve, I also believe that El Paso has an unfair perception, painting of it nationwide. Yep. It's unfair and it's negative. I retired here in 2006, been here since 2000 uh, from the military. And this is a, 
a beautiful and vibrant community. And I think until we start trying to figure out how to address that, maybe we can start getting the recruits that we might need here. Earl, that's a great point. That's a great point that you bring up. But I also feel like UTEP has never fully had all of the resources it needs in that department. They need NIL for football like they have for men's basketball. They need to put the budget in to have a higher coaching pool. So that way you're spending more money for your assistance and maybe you can get a couple of extra guys in terms of quality and experience that you might not get otherwise. Like I've always believed that you get what you pay for. And if you try to go cheap, it could hurt you in the long run. So I was looking at UTEP's um, assistant coaching pool uh, for a story I wrote yesterday, Earl, and I compared it to UNLV. And I know it's Las Vegas and El Paso, but, hey, one's in the Mountain West, which is where every UTEP fan wants to eventually be in. And at UNLV, they pay all of their assistants between about 160 and 270 And here at UTEP, the majority of them make between – Fifty or sixty grand and one hundred and seventy thousand. So, if they increase the coaching pool and were able to bring in a higher caliber of assistant coach and recruiter to go along with the head coach, we might be able to start to see some of those things really transform itself. Well, that sounds like a good plan. We got some smart folks up there at UTEP. Hopefully, they can come up with a plan, a formulated plan that will address those issues, so that you know we can get off of this 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 uh, treadmill. You know, definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Appreciate 100%. you taking my call, Steve. Call back anytime, Earl. Appreciate you listening all these years, and thanks for getting in for the first time. He brings up a great point, Adrian, talking about the biggest difference in perception between Las Cruces, El Paso, and UTEP and New Mexico State as far as the campus goes. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that's an excellent. And also, you could even do it across Conference USA since uh, UTEP loves to compare itself within the, its conference. Well, there's only one team right now who's outspending UTEP, and you could argue is underperforming compared to the minors, and that's Florida International. For whatever reason, they have a better budget than most people not named Liberty across Conference USA, yet they cannot figure out how to win. However, the big difference between FIU and UTEP is there actually is a community that cares here at UTEP. There is a fan base here at UTEP. You watch those Florida International games, it doesn't matter what sport it is. Those fans don't care. No one goes to those games. Students don't care at all. But let's be honest about one other thing. If El Paso has a bad rap, like we've heard from Earl, like we all believe, and people use that against UTEP in recruiting, more reason why UTEP needs NIL. They need a difference maker to help try to get players, and otherwise they might not get because of some of the things that people say about El Paso and about UTEP. Whether it's true or not, you need an equalizer, and the NIL can be an equalizer for this school. Right, that's that's how it, they level the playing field. Okay, yep. you, if there's a recruit out there who's tossing between UTEP and the University of New Mexico, they might j- go with the Lobos just on the sure possibility that they actually might have a NIL in place versus UTEP, which at the football level, they don't have that. True enough. Let's go back to the phones. We got uh, a couple of Fernies to get to, and they're both uh, on the lines. Fernie number one, thanks for the call. How are you? Hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Good, Fernie. Hey, I want to talk a little bit of UTIP sports. Uh, sure. Let's, let's change it up a little bit. Basketball. We went to the first game a couple of weeks ago. Really enjoyed it. Hey, they're so exciting this year. Uh, uh, it was really fun. And we're going to the game tomorrow night. So we're really pumped up. Looks like we have a, a pretty good ball club this year. Um, I agree. I agree. 
and you want to know something, I feel like that's the case. Um, I'm excited about the team, and I like where they're going. So, yeah, 100% like you. I, they, they laid an egg on Saturday. Um, it hadn't happened before. Hopefully it's more of a one-off than anything else. But, you know, that we've seen a lot of positives from this team through the first uh, seven games. That's for sure. Yeah, number 34. Uh, don't Kevin Kalu. He needs to work on that uh, free throw line. He missed yep. a lot of shots the game we were there. Yes, 100% he, agree. I think that's the only drawback I saw in their program. But, hey, they were all pumped up. We had a decent crowd out there. Um, and I'm look, looking forward to tomorrow. And getting back to football. Uh, I'm really delighted. It was time they got rid of this coach. I, I went to one game, and I thought that was going to be the end of it. I'm not coming till they get rid of him. I saw that first game when they played the Jackson State, three, two downs to get a first down, a third and one, and you throw a pass, and fourth and one, you get intercepted. And he said he'd do the same thing again. You don't say that. You'd say, yeah. hey, I wish I could go back and I'd change it up a bit. Sure. Well, it was time. It was time. Uh there's a guy that I like, Steve, uh, that would be great here at UTIP. I don't think uh, a lot of people are going to give him much uh, much uh, notoriety. Uh, he's a coach from San Angelo State, uh, Gurch, uh, Jeffrey Gurch. He runs out of the Lone Star Conference, and I know that's a lower division, but he does some incredible things over there. And, I mean, he came to mind. I, I would like maybe door open to him. Something like that. He doesn't come in with a lot of luggage. Uh, I know. Uh, I don't know what kind of recruits he would bring in, and that would probably be, be the drawback. Because I know some of these guys have a lot of contacts, and we'd be bringing in a lot of, I guess, higher-rated recruits. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think of that? Uh, I've never heard of Jeff Gersh. I would need to look at him. Um, I know he's uh, been coaching at San Angelo for about uh, 10 years, and, I mean, again, you know, sometimes you might say go small school to bring him on board. Thing is, he's never coached D1, and it's sometimes a risk when you don't know for sure what they would do at a bigger level like this. Okay, got you. Yeah, that would be the bad, uh, the bad thing about that one. Yep. So that's uh, one more thing. What about the Jets? Are you going to lose your coach? Uh, he didn't look too happy on, uh, on that game on Friday. He hasn't looked too happy all season. I don't know. i got to give that one some thought, Fernie, and I appreciate the call. The Jets are a disaster. The season's been a disaster after the first four plays this year. And is that Robert Sala's fault? Partly, yes, but I also blame the organization for not having a plan B. That really killed him. So when I get back to the show, we'll do uh, more Fernie. We'll get to our second Fernie on the line and more of your calls. Stay with us. Sports Talk continues. Start of hour number two here on Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. We're with you till 6.15. Then we get you ready for a little Monday night football. Bears and uh, the Vikings. Great prizes. We're going to be giving away out here at uh, Border City Alehouse. 1506 Lee Trevino with you here on this Monday edition of the program. UTEP, UTEP, UTEP. That's all we're talking about. If you just joined in, we've been talking to callers on uh, the coaching position, the vacancy, who they would like to see. What went wrong with Dana Dimmel? How do the Miners make sure that they absolutely hit a home run on this next hire? That's what we're asking you. That's what we want to find out about. Our phone number, 505-6009. That's 505-6009. Get you right on in and through to the program at 600 ESPN El Paso on X, formerly known as Twitter. 
Esteban's favorite social media platform, and oh, he loves that every time he hears it. Let's go to the phones right now. Fernie's been waiting through the break. Fernie, thanks for your patience. Lead us off here in our 5 o'clock hour on Sports Talk. Hey, what's going on, Steve? Hi, Fernie. Hey, man. So you're talking about the, the facilities or that we're lacking of facilities. What are we talking about here? Like the the practice you didn't, field? So, I mean, so you didn't read my article, about? did you? You didn't read my article. No, no, because you're on you're on Inc. And no, no, no. Uh, I wrote I wrote for our website. I wrote for 600ESPNElPaso.com oh, yesterday. In fact, um, the article is up. I'm going to be writing a lot, by the way, for our website. This this story is so fascinating, and I've got a lot to say, and I, I got a lot on my mind, yeah. so I plan on it. But no, the uh, story that uh, I put up uh, yesterday, which uh, you can read uh, on our website, uh, is uh, it's entitled. UTEP football's checklist to hire their next head coach. And in the article, Mm -hmm. I talk about facilities. And when you're asking specifically about facilities, I mentioned that the LKD, Larry Durham Center, um, it was built like 20 years ago. And although we've seen luxury seating to the west side of the stadium, the rest of the facilities are lagging behind the group of five programs. I'm talking about things like a lounge area for players, maybe a game room, uh, a training table, and a lot of other things. I would love a practice bubble, but, I mean, ultimately, you know, that takes money. That takes money that UTEP probably doesn't necessarily have right now, but they were so far ahead of the time when they made the investment 20 years ago to do the build the facilities. Everybody's caught up, and they've all built bigger and better things than the miners currently have. So you know, well, you, you got to keep up with the Joneses. Well, you know, there's there's room to grow, obviously, but you know, sitting there on Saturday looking at the Sumble itself, I mean, oh, it's depressing. I mean, it's like 60 years, 50 something, 60, 60 years old, right? Yeah, and. I mean, isn't it that that's part of the Texas system? I mean, there's, I mean, how could we raise here in El Paso money to renovate the stadium itself or even add? I mean, so, okay, so we have the Durham. And, you know, I was thinking about that Saturday. I said, well, what we could do is just bubble the, you know, the, the small field. Yep. But, I mean, what else can you do to, to, to really improve that? Well, first that off, you got you got to fix the dungeon. And when I call it the dungeon, it's the locker rooms over there. When you go out the tunnel in the Sun Bowl, they're like a, they're 60 years old. They've never really been renovated. They look like you're in a time travel machine and you're back uh, 100 years. Those have to be fixed. It's embarrassing that our Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl teams have to dress and work out in those uh, on game day. That needs to be fixed. So you need better facilities on game day. And you just need to update and uh, make the current facilities in the LKD more appealing to athletes. Look, you've got – I got news for you. You have players' lounges and game rooms in high schools all over town. I've seen some of the facilities that these high school kids have, and if you're a student athlete and you're a high school athlete in El Paso, some of them are actually better than what you see at UTEP right now in terms of what they have. Well, that's that. I mean, that that doesn't fall on the coach. That falls on the AD right there. You know, trying to that falls on the center, trying to t- trying to move stuff, trying to trying to get things done there. You know, uh, another thing also, Steve, the way the basketball team played on Saturday. I mean, I just hope they don't end up like the football team that we were expecting them to, you know, high hopes. We're expecting them to do a lot well, of things. 
right? And then I, I we- warned about this, Fernie. I told people it's five games into the season. Let's not get too excited because you don't want to set everybody up for potential disappointment. I mean, there's a, we have a long way to go. We like what we've seen. But the talk that this is a tournament team, I'm like, please, we have to slow that down and understand that this team has a long, long way to go before you can even entertain that as a possibility come February and March of next year. Hey, I just jumping in on this, Steve. If you looked at this from a glass half full approach, you might think, hey, this is a road swing that the miners were on during Thanksgiving break, and it's Loyola Marymount off a stomach bug or whatever the team was going through uh, between the Bradley loss and the Loyola Marymount game. Uh, so now just chalk it up to a road loss and see how they are uh, better off. But if you look at it negatively, you might say, hey, look, maybe the book is out on this team early. You play zone against them. You force them to shoot and then they're the same team as they were last year which they could not hit a three-pointer uh to save their lives and right now they're bottom 15 in the country in three-point percentage according to Ken Palm right now shooting under 25 percent from beyond the arc so that has to change moving forward regardless uh you know because they have to be a better perimeter shooting team Adrian Austin P was the first to do it. They zoned him and then they zone trapped him and the miners struggled against Austin P right before they went on the road to California. That was like the first warning sign to me and I think some teams saw that tape and they're just now trying to evolve on that. Right, and I felt like the second half of Bradley, actually, they they really adjusted nicely, but they still couldn't uh, hit the three. So yeah. even if they adjust to beating the zone offense, that's not going to help you uh, your shots fall when it's all said and done from three-point land. That's true. That is true. So, all right, good job. Appreciate you, Fernie. Thanks for the phone call. As we keep things moving, 10 past the hour, let's go next to Daniel. He's joining us on the show. Daniel, thanks for the call. Hello, Steve. It's nice to hear from you. Thanks, Daniel. You've been here since what, 1978? I moved here in 78. That's correct. Okay, so then you've been here a long time to see the UTEP football cycle program. Um, UTEP like the that's Mexi- correct. Yes. UTEP like New Mexico State. The one thing I can remember hearing is it's always been a bad joke. A bad joke between the two programs. So where are we going with this? Tell me. So it's not a bad joke. Get players that want to play. Get coaches that really want to coach. No double talk about hearing cut down turnovers, but then Monday we look at the box score, same old story, all the turnovers. Yeah, but these, listen, trust me when I tell you, they are getting guys that really want to play They are getting coaches who really want to coach. But that being said, sometimes you have a system in place that's not working to its full capacity. And defensively, this team was very good this year for the most part. They they were strong on the defensive side. Offensively, they weren't able to generate enough points in offense. And it wasn't because of lack of trying or because the guys didn't want to be here or the coaches didn't want to coach. Sometimes you do have good personnel, but you don't always get the, you know, you don't always get the kind of results you want given the systems you're in. And that could be the case uh, for what we've seen uh, with this team and, and how things have worked out. But I'm not going to just blame the players and talent and the coaches. I like a lot of these coaches on this staff. And I like a lot of the players on this staff. I do feel like 
sometimes they just did not get enough results out of what they were striving for, Adrian. And we talked about it. Beginning of this year, we loved this roster. This roster had a lot of positives. But unfortunately, and it wasn't just the injuries, it was just that they were never able at times to maximize their their talent that they had. Yeah, just go to senior day this past weekend and realize Elijah Klein's been with this program for six years. Realize that Andrew Mayer's been with this group six years. Praise Amayule, I think, had 60-plus uh, games under his belt at UTEP. So, now when you start to put it all together, there was a reason this group came back. They wanted to play for UTEP. They wanted to make a difference. They wanted to win. That didn't happen. And for that, I blame the coach. And you know what? The athletic department agreed. They blamed the coach, yeah. and they fired him. That's true. Let's go back to the phones. 13 pass. Baba Ganoush is joining us next on the lines. Baba Ganoush, good to hear from you. How was your Thanksgiving? It was delicious, Steve. It was phenomenal. Excellent. Um, Excellent. I just, okay. The, the demo thing, you know, I, I didn't go to a game this year, honestly, just because I wasn't going to spend my hard-earned money watching that. Um, it was just painful, so I'm glad he's gone. Best of luck to center, bringing in somebody. I, I would go the young um, coordinator route, somebody who could really put some points on the board. Um, all the other stuff will come if they win. Like, I, all the stuff you have is great, but that's not going to happen with UTEP's budget until they have a winning program. Yeah. And that's why this hire is so important because, you know, then once football starts winning, that generates money for everything else because, you know, that's a program that pays all the bills, unfortunately. Men's basketball was able to watch a little bit of them. Again, can't shoot, can't stuck in their hands on offense. Like, I don't know when the last time was where I saw a Utah basketball team run a set where they get, like, an easy shot or an easy layup. And I watch all these other teams, and they can do it. And I just – it baffles me how Utah basketball can never do that. Like, it's always, like, really, like, hard on offense, and there's nothing pretty, and – they just kind of try to drive and kick out, and there's never, like, a good set run. And maybe there has been. I'm sure there has been. I just – I never see it consistently with that program. But before – enough talking about teams that keep losing at UTEP. What we need to talk about at some point this week, and I'm sure you are, and I'm sure you're going to have Coach Wallace on, but everybody needs to get Memorial Gym on Friday night at 730 to see the coolest – program at UTEP. They've won the last few years. The action is incredible. It's super fast-paced. The atmosphere is awesome because you're right next to the action. And all these people that are calling about UTEP football and UTEP basketball, go check out the women's volleyball game. You will thoroughly enjoy it. I've gone to a few games the last couple years. So much cooler than you realize. My daughter plays volleyball, so that's why I got into it. It is the coolest thing um, if you just kind of go, and a lot of people don't go because I don't know why. It's just one of those things you just don't go to. <clears throat> but I don't know. I mean, look. Go check out UTEP's women volleyball. It's crazy cool, man. Friday, 7.30, they play North Texas. There's an early game. It's UT Arlington against Florida Atlantic in the NIVC. Um, 
reserve seats are 10 bucks. You get both matches for 10 bucks, so you can get there at 5 and spend 5 hours there if you want and go watch uh, a lot of volleyball. And I'm happy for Ben Wallace. I, I really am. He's had a good program. They've been successful. Obviously, a trip to the NCAA tournament is the goal, and that's eluded him. But Adrian excited the fact that they have get a chance to be back in the NIVC. Yeah, and think about it. This team lost a lot of its members. They could have they could have used uh, the football excuse, injuries piled up, you know, hard schedule. All that was ahead of them for volleyball. But they were able to push past all the adversity, still made a postseason tournament. I mean, yep. give a lot of credit uh, to this coaching staff and the players for being resilient, especially losing uh, the great talent that they did early into the season and not letting it affect them. We will definitely have Ben Wallace on the program this week to promote uh, the home matches in the NIVC for sure. That will be happening uh, as we continue 16 past the hour. Good run of calls. We got lines open. 505-6009. If you're trying to get in, now's the time to do it. Sports Talk Live out here with you. Border City House as we send it over to Charlie One for traffic. In the El Paso Metroplex, we have a couple of tight spots right here. On the west side, Helen of Troy and New Harvest, we have a regular caution there, Helen of Troy. And then on the west side, also I-10 and Red, both sides kind of stacked up traffic right there. But then we go to the east side, I-10, Lee Torito, McCray area, thick traffic right here. I-10 west by Sano to that modest port. You're going to be tapping on the brakes, especially that right lane. But pretty much all lanes are kind of congested. I-10 west by Sano to the Spaghetti Bowl area, so caution there. That this update brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Grim Leo's has a full-service bar. Tuesday through Sunday from 11 day, not today. Famous Tortilla Soup, full menu, and family-owned and operated. Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Grim Charlie 1600, ESPN Chihuahuas fans, thank you for an incredible 10th anniversary season presented by GECU. Thank you for being the best fans of the league and for creating incredible memories with family and friends here with us at Southwest University Park. The 2024 season will be here before we know it, so it's time to lock in your season seat memberships and group outings now. Visit epchihuahuas.com to see the entire 2024 schedule and all the options and benefits that come with booking now. We'll see you on opening day, Tuesday, April 2nd, 2024. The El Paso Chihuahuas. The fun. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch, only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings, bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. Uh, this is your captain speaking. And I am speaking to those Cowboys fans who love football, love to win, and love free stuff. No, I don't have green coupons. But uh, how about tickets and airfare to watch the Cowboys play in Jerry World? Yeah. Please pay attention to your flight attendant, Chaz. Play hard and register to win the KLAQ 600 ESPN El Paso Dallas Cowboys touchdown flyaway. Powered by Miller Lite. A pair of tickets to see the boys in action. Round trip airfare. A stay at the Omni Los Galinas. Attend a meet and greet. And party at the ultimate tailgate. Plus $100 cash. This is your captain speaking. How about them Cowboys? Back to throw, good pickup block McGovern into the end zone. It is caught by Schultz. 
Register at Casa Fiera, 6800 Montana, one of the four Oscar Arietta Insurance Agency offices, and any El Paso Applebee's location. The KLAQ 600 ESPN El Paso Dallas Cowboys Touchdown Flyaway. Powered by Miller Live and brought to you in part by 915 Tour. Busy Hard Seltzer. Must be 21 and older in a Texas resident to play. Shop Macy's Cyber Monday specials for big savings on gifts they'll love. Now while supplies last. Like 50 to 65% off warm winter coats. 50 to 60% off party-ready shoes and handbags. And 20 to 65% off the hottest toys of the season. From Sharper Image, Discovery, Jeffrey's Toy Box, and more. Plus, get it faster with store pickup at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GEAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GEAR. 600 ESPN El Paso.com. Soon the palms will be falling everywhere Village children fight each other for a share And the six on nine goes roaring past the creek Back here on Sports Talk as we continue. 22 past the hour. Ah, Callaway. 007. Steve, you had soda coming out of my nose with your dungeon reference. Let's be honest. If anybody has ever been into the original locker rooms at the Sun Bowl, is, isn't the word the dungeon the most apropos way to describe it? Yeah, and that dungeon actually housed a couple mariachis this weekend as they <laughs> celebrated with Liberty football. How about that story, Steve? Oh, it's crazy. By the way, hey, listen, I'm fine with the mariachi celebration after beating UTEP. The um, Peter Pete Pinata probably went a little too far. But you know what? UTEP is not in any position right now to be upset about that. When you get beat 42-28, a team goes undefeated, and ultimately beats you on your home field in a season in which you finished three and nine. Some people have said, well, that was a crossing the line. Well, guess what? When you're down and your program is hurting, these are the kind of things that happen. And hopefully down the road, whoever inherits the minors can turn them around and they'll remember that incident when they take the field against Liberty either next year and on the road in Virginia or back here in two years and can get a little revenge and and, uh, and, and try a little payback. I have no problem with teams celebrating like, like they did, but it is a bad reflection of where the football program is. You're really going to let a, a, an opposing team come to El Paso, yep. celebrate at your own stadium, no security 
Purdy uh, stopping the mariachis from coming into the locker rooms. Uh, the mariachis are able to tread all over the locker rooms without buying any kind of tickets from what we're assuming. I mean, yeah, that, that should just tell you everything you need to know. Please. You know how much money it would have cost Liberty to go buy tickets for the Mariachis? They brought their own buses in from Virginia. <laughs> I don't think they really would have had too much of a problem making sure that the Mariachis had a ticket into the game. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, hey, if they're going to bring their bus over here, they probably do uh, whatever they can to get those Mariachis in. Yep, that's true. By the way, I, I, that's the first time I've ever seen a Pater Pete uh, Pinata. Have you seen those before? No, where, where are those at Minor Palooza? Where are those at all the UTEP events? I think that's actually something that UTEP should embrace, having like pinatas out there. So, uh, yeah, the fact that opposing teams are bringing pinatas to your own locker room, bad look, bad, bad look. Maybe we'll see a bunch of minor fans rooting for the Aggies this weekend as they battle Liberty for the CUSA championship. I hope so. I mean, Liberty is uh, cocky. They feel like uh, they are above everybody else, and uh, kind of, uh, kind of give you that. Uh, they kind of give you that that same feeling BYU used to back in the old oh, whack days, don't you? Great comparison, Steve. I like it. This is the first time I've heard of the BYU comparison. That's an excellent one. So I, I applaud you. Let's go to the phones. Aggie Andrew is joining us next on the lines, 25 past the hour. Two lines are open, 505-6009. Andrew, what's happening? Man, I was enjoying that story about the mariachis. I, didn't, I hadn't heard anything about the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's that's, crazy. Uh, that's pretty rough, man. <laughs> now, I hope, I, you know, I think the Aggies are going to match up just fine with just fine with Liberty. I, I saw the first game this year, early this year. Uh, the Aggies were kind of struggling the first month because they had a a lot of new pieces on the defensive side, but you know, always the the first thing I watch is defensive and offensive lines. Like if yep. you know, if, if you can get a push, if you're holding your own, then it's it's game on, right? It's just a matter of team speed on the outside. So I like our chances. We're ten point dogs, but uh, if we hold the turnovers down, and hey, you never know with Diego, man, <laughs> that guy's uh, that guy's like the second coming of Brett Favre. He can play like he did at Auburn, and he can play like he did uh, Saturday with. We had four turnovers and nearly threw that game. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. Hopefully, you get hopefully you get good Diego on Saturday. We need him, man. Did you see our? Uh, I mean, it would have been the best eight days of Aggie sports probably in twenty years. Did you see our loss to Louisville? I heard about it. Down to four oh. players in overtime, and oh. still almost pulled that game off. Yeah, poor guy, man. We got a guy at the free throw line with one point five seconds. He just needed to make one free throw, and poor guy clinks two of them in. They shot yeah. like 50 free throws, and we shot 17. That tells you all you – I mean, hey, the coach didn't say it was the refs, but I'm going to speak up and say uh, they didn't do us any favors on the road, Steve. No, they didn't. But the fact is you go in there, you, you play Louisville tough, you have a legitimate shot to try to win that game um, and, and probably should have won that game, and uh, that's all you can ask for, right? That's, that is it. That's – Ultimately, what you want when you have uh, when you when you play a game like that, you want to just come out there and and uh, you know try to escape with a win, and it nearly happened, and it's uh, it's it's pretty impressive. And by the way, Louisville's three and three; they're not exactly what they've been before. Yeah. But who cares? You know what? Right. That would have been a big win for New Mexico State, and they nearly pulled it off. Yeah, and the same happened with Fresno in Cancun. They were up by five with a minute. They gave that well. I mean, give credit where credit's due. Fresno hit a three-pointer, you know, you know, with 20 seconds, but yeah. they had them on the ropes too. So I don't know. As for rebuilding year, they're they're being competitive, and we go up to we play in Albuquerque on Saturday, so that's a whole other world in the pit. We'll see what happens, man.
Be a good test. After everything that happened last year, that should be pretty interesting. Andrew, appreciate it, man. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for getting in. Yes, we should mention New Mexico State basketball nearly upset Louisville, and they all fouled out, so they had four players left in overtime and nearly got it done, Adrian. I had no clue about this. I was looking all of this up on Ken Palm. By the way, three losses in a row for New Mexico State uh, on the neutral side in that Cancun Challenge and then the Louisville game. But I'm circling this Saturday against New Mexico on the road. NMSU versus New Mexico. After everything that happened last year, the two schools are playing each other in college hoops yet again. That's the game I've got circled. I think that'll tell us where the Aggies are really at. New Mexico, by the way, top uh, top 50 team out there in college basketball. They've been rolling as of late. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. So, all right. Well, listen, I'm excited about that. By the way, Good point. Good reminder. I forgot about that. But uh, from uh, Super Minor Minor, he reminded me that uh, BYU fans threw tortillas. That's 10 times worse than hitting a minor's pinata. Hey, I still think BYU, Liberty, you know what? UTEP has not had a school that they have ever wanted to see lose as bad as BYU in a long time. Maybe they need that. Maybe Liberty can be that school. Give them a rivalry in CUSA besides New Mexico State, a program they really can't stand. I'm all for that. It makes it makes the games that much better when you have that kind of a rivalry. Reflecting back on, like, the UTSAs of the world, the Rice and the North Texas, those were all makeshift rivalries. Those never yeah. were real rivalries. This right here gives uh, a little bit of hope to something that could end up being a real rivalry. Now, the other side of it is got to win games in order for it to be a rivalry, so UTEP can't just come into it saying, oh, we don't like Liberty, and then never beat them. Uh, that's got to change if UTEP wants to really make this competitive on both sides. Good point, good point. 29 past the hour as we continue here on the show, 505-6009. That's our telephone number to get in, 505-6009. Uh, Shane just messaged in on our 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app and said, I know he probably hasn't coached in Division One, but he knows how to develop quarterbacks. What about Jordan Palmer for uh, next UTEP football coach? A former player, he knows what it's like to play here. Shane, it's a great name. It's a popular name. All I can tell you is I talk to Jordan pretty regularly. We've discussed the UTEP job for a while, and he has no interest in coaching here or anywhere. Doesn't want to coach in college. Doesn't want to coach in the NFL. Likes his job, likes his businesses, likes what he has right now, loves the freedom with his family, and Jordan Palmer has absolutely zero interest in getting into college or pro coaching. So Steve, we can cross him off the list. I'm just going to say this. If you just want, look at him on social media, you'll understand why we're saying this. This is a no, like, there's no way you would leave this post if you have what Jordan Palmer has right now with him. Plus, he's got young ones. It's This is a tough job. Requires a lot of round-the-clock work. He probably wants to be with the family and still make a lot of money doing what he's doing. That's exactly right. Hey, I've got great messages on the app from First Down Dash, Larry from Horizon, um, Big Red. We're going to get into all those names right now. I'll bring them all up, and we'll go to it. 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app, plus the phones, plus social media. But right now, let's get right back to Adrian and this Sports Center update.
Thank you very much, Steve. Let's head over to some live uh, sporting action that's going on right now. NBA is going on right now. The Wizards lead the Pistons 21-17, 3.25 left in the first quarter. Daniel Gafford leading the way for Washington. Six points, six boards early on into this contest. Right now, Trailblazers and Pacers are going at it. 30-30 to is the score. 2.13 left in the first uh, quarter. For this one, Tyrese Halliburton leading all scorers right now for the Pacers. Uh, he's got 12 points points early on for Indiana. Also right now, two minutes to go in the first quarter. 76ers up uh, 30-17 to over the Lakers on NBA TV. Who else but Joel Embiid leading the way for Philly. Ten points for him in the first quarter. Coming up uh, later tonight, actually this one about an hour and a half away, Pelicans Jazz out at the Delta Center in Salt Lake City. And then the Clippers who are 7-8 and eight, hosting the 11-6 and six Denver Nuggets. 8.30 tip-off out at Crypto.com Arena in L.A. NBA TV will have the national coverage here later tonight. Let's go over to more news today. This out of the NFL, the Las Vegas Raiders waived cornerback Marcus Peters today, a day after the ninth-year veteran was benched before halftime of a 31-17 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Peters, who is 30 years old, was signed to a one-year, $3 million free agent deal with 1.16 guaranteed uh, in this season. Let's go over to more news today. This out of baseball outfielder Jason Hayward is returning to the Dodgers on a one-year deal for $9 million. That's a look at your Sports Center update for 600 ESPN El Paso. I'm Adrian Broaddus. Adrian, thank you very much. 505-6009. That is our telephone number here on Sports Talk. 505-6009. Um, here are some of the messages coming in on the app. Larry from Horizon. A name I haven't seen thrown around much, Andy Avalos. My biggest problem with Andy Avalos is he got fired out of Boise State. And you know what? He didn't do well enough there to think that he would come here and suddenly turn things around at UTEP. I feel like there are better names out there that they could get for the job than Andy Avalos. Yeah, and I also think for Avalos, he was somebody who they kind of took a risk in making that yep. job uh, offer right there. They went out and did that because he never had any kind of head coaching experience. He was a defensive coordinator out at Oregon for just a year and then Boise State uh, before that. So, no, nah, I didn't like that move for Boise State. And he was 22-14. and 14 overall so it wasn't like he was a loser over there he just didn't win at the highest levels that Boise State expects them to Gary Patterson that came from Big Red on the app uh, he is another coach we discuss in our pick or pass list which is up right now at 600 Um also don't forget to check out the emergency minor talk podcast from yesterday where uh, Adrian Sal uh, yours truly and Colin Deaver discussed the UTEP situation. That was yesterday's emergency minor talk podcast. We enjoyed doing that as well. As far as Gary Patterson goes, look, you can't argue with what he did at TCU. Terrific, especially when they were in the Mountain West uh, and the Big 12. But I look at towards the end of his run and how the NIL and portal and the transfer portal were affecting college football. And really, he wasn't a fan of either. He spoke out against the portal and said that for NIL, you need dollars to stay competitive. And if UTEP doesn't have that at the moment, I wonder how difficult it would be for him to try and compete. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I will say this, though. When you're looking at the New Mexico job opening and you look at candidates for him, Patterson is the, one of the names that pops up right away, knowing that he had ties over at New Mexico. He wants to get back into coaching. Uh, yep. Took a year off of coaching right now, Steve. So maybe behind the scenes he's assembling a staff wherever he ends up going. I'll say this about Gary Patterson. If Jeff Trailer ends up interviewing for the Houston job, that UTSA job could be open. And if that's the case, I think Gary Patterson would stick there, knowing he could tap into the Metroplex, tap into Austin, tap into the East Texas area in recruiting versus coming out west uh, or even in the southwest to coach over here. Good answer. I like that. That's true. Very well could be the case. Uh, first down dash. Stay away from anyone with ties to UTEP. Look at the Kugler fiasco. Well, in that case, if you're talking about that, then that basically means Mac Lefwich. That means Robert Rodriguez. That means who else with uh, UTEP ties that uh, yeah. could be in that possibility? You said Tony White, uh, Steve? No, because Tony White never had UTEP ties. Correct. He Just had passive. He had Burgess ties when he went to Burgess High. And then uh, and Ed Stansberry loves Tony White. And, uh, you know, he did well at UCLA. And then, uh, obviously, as a coach, uh, his resume has been terrific. And he's also interviewed for the San Diego State job. Yeah, I would also say uh, you could throw Brian Young in that conversation. You could throw uh, Wes Phillips in that conversation yep. right there. I just don't think those are your premier uh, examples. Yep. Um First Down Dash also said, when else will you ever have the opportunity to hire a candidate like Tony White? No ties to UTEP. Power 5 defensive coordinator has shown interest in the job. Hey, it's, I mean, First Down Dash is right. I mean, those are all things that are true. Tony White went to high school here, went to Burgess. So that would be a homecoming because he hasn't been back to El Paso since then. Although I believe as I was doing my research, I think Tony White broke into college coaching with um, Riverside, and if I'm not mistaken, in the early '90s, I gotta, I gotta know that might not have been Tony White. That might have been somebody else. That um, might have been somebody else, Steve. But I, I will say he has experience in this region. He was a yeah. linebackers coach for the University of New Mexico. So there you go, right there. Not to mention he coached with Arizona State at the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. That's true. That is true. I think the person I was thinking of that had uh, the Tom Work Riverside connection, if I'm not mistaken, um, and I have to double check this on on was Jeff Grimes. Let me see if I'm right on that. Um, yes, Jeff Grimes broke into coaching as an offensive coordinator for Tom Work in the early '90s. Yeah, that's very interesting right there. And I think that there are those candidates out there that have the local ties. I'm sure those are the guys who are making very proactive moves instead of being contacted or their agents contacting uh, or, or waiting to get contacted by UTEP. Maybe they're making those phone calls to UTEP. And maybe that's the case, uh, you know, moving forward. Mm -hmm. That's true, too. That is true, too. Um, once again, 505. 6009, our telephone number as we continue. YYS chiming in on social at 600 ESPN El Paso. How about simply hiring a guy that UTEP, uh, the UTEP brass doesn't try to lowball with a starting salary that was the norm at a mid-major like a decade ago? Open up the checkbook, fellas. It's 2023, not 2013 anymore. Hey, look, I agree with that too, all right? Uh, it's time this hire becomes a million-dollar coach. Adrian, 
That is something I absolutely believe um, in 110%. Whoever gets hired, no 850, no 750, time to throw million plus at him because if you want the best, you got to pay for it. And UTEP should be a million dollar job in this conference. You already have Jamie Chadwell making $4 million at Liberty. And uh, there's one other head coach yeah. who's making over a million dollars right now, and it'd be good to see UTEP on that list. And it's Rich Rod, and that's a team who's barely yep. in, Jacksonville yep. State, that has that's an right. $18 million athletic budget, which is almost half of UTEP's overall athletic budget uh, when it's all said and done. That's that's embarrassing right there. You you need to stay on that same level playing field as a, as a school like Jacksonville State, or you're just simply going to lose recruits left and right. That's the bottom line, and that's where the priority should be paying their head coach a good amount. And, yeah, I get it. The buyout is what it is for UTEP football. But that is something that this uh, this athletic department needs to kind of keep in mind moving forward and not lowball the next head coach who comes into this location. They need to be a top conference USA for payroll, not at the bottom where they currently stand. We have 35 minutes left in the show before we get you ready for Monday Night Football. We want to invite all of your calls right now, 505 6009 Give us a good run. We'd love to get your calls, your thoughts. Who do you want to see? What do you want to see for the UTEP head football coaching position? We'll come back with more in a moment. Live, Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. It's Sports Talk and 600 ESPN El Paso. I'm ABC7's Paul Sikala. Happy Monday, everybody. Here's your top stories from November 27th on 600 ESPN El Paso. There's breaking news headed into the evening as an employee with the Socorro Independent School District being arrested and charged with two counts of online solicitation of a minor. According to court filings, 50-year-old Ana Guadalupe de la Cruz was arrested by Socorro police after it was discovered that she allegedly encouraged a 14-year-old boy into having a sexual relationship with her 13-year-old daughter. De la Cruz was indicted earlier this month. We are working to get more details on the case and reaction from the Socorro Independent School District. Two deadly incidents have occurred at Red Sands in less than one week. The first involved a hit-and-run crash, which killed a pedestrian. And just last Friday, a shooting broke out, injuring three 18-year-olds. One died at the hospital. Incidents in the Red Sands area are on the rise, raising concerns for first responders. The chief of the Texas Rescue Patrol says they usually respond to off-roading crashes, search and rescues, but also now shootings. That is creating concerns for the chief and his volunteers. Mexican authorities are now seeing a trend of false migration forms at the Ciudad Juarez International Airport, according to a report by El Diario de Juarez. The Mexican National Guard and the National Institute of Migration are working to solve the problem. A report by El Diario de Juarez said members of the Mexican National Guard working as security at the Juarez International Airport have noticed migrants arriving at the border with falsified migration documents. A National Institute of Migration issues those permits to migrants at Mexico's southern border once they arrive to the country. For more, you can go to the ABC7 app on air and online at kvia.com. You can also download the KVIA weather app. Have a positive, productive rest of your Monday filled with lots of joy. I'm ABC7's Paul Sikala for 600 ESPN El Paso. Well, in the El Paso Metro Pixel, we have Saragossa and Pebble Hills far east side. We have a crash, but a very busy intersection here, Saragossa and Pebble Hills. So extra caution here on the west side. Still dealing with the crash of Helena Troy in New 
harvest. Heavy traffic I-10 at Red both sides. Also, I-10 westbound lanes all the way from Geronimo down to the Wattis Port of Entry, the, the um, Spaghetti Bowl area. Heavy traffic there, especially that right lane caution there. And then I-10 East Piedras, Skopje area, heavy traffic there. This subject brought to you by Leal's Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon. And uh, they're celebrating 77 years serving El Paso. Tuesday through Sunday, not tonight. Tuesday through Sunday, down to 8. Famous tortilla soup, party trays, popular tea specials. Deals Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon, Charlie 1600, ESP and El Paso. Cowboy season is back. And Speaking Rock is doing it right once again. Join Speaking Rock every week for El Paso's biggest Dallas Cowboys tailgate party on the Outdoor Plaza. Experience the game on their massive outdoor screens where every seat is a great seat. Prizes, drink specials, food specials, and more. It's Speaking Rock's Dallas Cowboys tailgate party this Sunday. Ages 21 and over, see Speaking Rock's Facebook for more info on El Paso's biggest Dallas Cowboys tailgate party. Weather. Uncorruptible yet mysterious, its movement determined by the cosmos and nature as indiscriminate as it is life-giving. Here at EBC7, Chief Meteorologist Doppler Dave Spielman and Storm Tracker Nicole Gomez investigate Mother Nature's only weakness, studying the language of science to exploit any hint of predictability to give the most accurate report for you, your property, and your family's safety. EBC7 Storm Track Weather, always tracking first to alert. Cyber Gold and Gable deals are here at Lowe's. Right now, get up to 45% off and save an extra $100 on every $800 you spend on select major appliances. And there's more. Get the DeWalt 20-volt max drill kit for $99. Was $159. Hurry, these savings won't last because Lowe's knows deals. Vow through 1129 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-294-8831 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-294-8831. That's 800-294-8831. What do you have to lose? Call 800-294-8831. Again, 800-294-8831. Spoiled supermarket meat, sawdust-like fillers, artificial preservatives? Ho, ho, hold on there. I'm veterinarian Dr. Marty Goldstein. You don't want your dog eating any of that. These potentially harmful ingredients are found in many of today's popular dog foods, but not in Nature's Blend. A freeze-dried raw dog food with real cuts of meat, omega-3 rich seeds, and superfood veggies and fruit. Nature's Blend is designed to help support your dog's playfulness, healthy skin, soft coat, easy digestion, and youthful mobility. Your dog will go bonkers over Nature's Blend's savory flavor and texture. For a limited time, save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and receive a free festive holiday dog sweater with select orders. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. I guarantee it with a 100% 90-day return of your purchase price. 
Offer available with select orders while supplies last. Text fees may apply. You may receive up to one additional text. Text stop to opt out. Paid for by Dr. Marty's Pets. Download the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app and listen in digital clarity anytime from anywhere. Even when a storm knocks the radio signal off the air. Two lines open as we continue right now. 47 past the hour. Here with you until 6.15. It's Border City Yale House, 1506 Lee Trevino, 505-6009, our telephone number. Chris is up next. He's joining us on the phone. Hey, Chris, how are you? Doing good, Steve. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Chris. I uh, I was going to call and uh, give a shout-out to the UTEP women's volleyball team. Congratulations on making the uh, NIVC tournament. You know what's amazing about volleyball? Um Let's think about this for a second, all right? Volleyball, we've said it on the air the last, like, three or four years that volleyball has been the most successful UTEP sport in recent years. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree, and I would encourage El Pasoans who want to see a winning UTEP program to actually support the women's volleyball team because you're absolutely right. But think about this. Think about this, Okay. They're the most successful team at UTEP the last few years. Yet, they haven't been to the NCAA tournament since Ben Wallace got here. And they haven't been to a CUSA tournament championship since they've got here. So, I agree with you. They are the most successful. It's not even really that close. And yet, they haven't even yet had the chance to play for an NCAA tournament. So, ultimately, when we talk about the bar right now, Chris... The bar is not as high as it should be because I agree with you about selling out the Memorial Gym. I agree with you about how great the team has been playing, but they're still yet not to where we want them to be. They haven't taken the next step to become an NCAA tournament team yet. They're not there, and yet they are the most successful of all the UTEP athletics teams. Doesn't that, that, that to me is also a pretty interesting um, overall statement and comment on where UTEP Athletics is at the moment. Wouldn't you agree? You know, it's, it's difficult with the um, competition that we have in the uh, in the uh, Conference USA. What, who is it? The Western Kentucky or the, the, the top team in, in, in Conference USA? They're, they're monsters. They're, they're powerful. But, I mean, UTEP went undefeated at home this year. They did. Uh, my daughter, my daughter and I attended most all the games. They're exciting. And uh, oh, listen, you know, I'm not, where, I'm not, Jim's- I'm not here to dog volleyball and and Ben Wallace. Don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Ben fan. I love him. I love what he's done with the with the program. But yet, at the same time, they have not won Conference USA or played in a CUSA title game. They deserve to be in the NIVC. They were one of the top 40 teams RPI for most of the season. And I'm happy that they're hosting at Memorial, and I hope they sell it out. But my point is, they are the most successful, and yet, uh, and get the, and you have the fans the most excited, and they're not yet an NCAA power like New Mexico State was for years in the WAC when they were going to the tournament with Mike uh, Jordan every year and running the WAC. So the point is, there's still a lot of room for growth for volleyball as good as they are right now. And hopefully Ben Wallace will take the next step the way everybody else has. Because believe me, 
I know he's happy about hosting, and I know he wants a packed house and he wants to win, but you know what else he wants? He wants to take this UTEP volleyball team to the dance. And I believe he will, Steve. Uh, I know that they've got some uh, recruits coming in for uh, next season, and uh, I know they're losing a couple of great ones this year, but uh, I don't know. I think he's laying the foundation for definite uh, some more success. And you're right. The NCAA is you know, the, the bar that he needs to reach. But let me tell you, I, I truly believe that he's got the talent uh, within himself and within the team to do it. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate the call. Adrian, you bring up a really good point. Volleyball might not be the most successful sport at UTEP at the moment. That could still be track and field. But everybody who goes to a volleyball match at Memorial Gym always says it's the most fun they've had at a UTEP sporting event. Yeah, for me, volleyball is the number one competitive sports to watch for fans at UTEP. And, and yeah. that's, the, that's the difference right there. You can't watch the track meets, unfortunately, because they don't host any here at UTEP. Good point. Joseph is next. He joins us eight in front of the hour as we continue here on the show. Hi, Joseph. What's going on? Hey, Steve. First of all, um, great job with you and, and Adrian and even Colin on your podcast and reaching out to the fans. Appreciate that. Great job. Hey, thanks for watching it. We appreciate your support as well. Now, the, the key word, I think, that UTEP and their administration and everybody needs to keep in mind is transformative. We need a transformative coach who's going to bring UTEP into the 21st century football world. We don't need a status quo, same old, same old kind of person. The second thing, you all talked a lot about resources. I think the key word, along with transformative, is resourcefulness. Yep. You've got to be creative, innovative, and transformative. And, and, and maximize your resources like Jerry Kill has done in two years. I mean, he's put UTEP to shame. Oh, without a doubt. Because he's without resourceful. A doubt. Yep, yep. They've got nobody – has, nobody has gotten more for their money than uh, what New Mexico State has been able to get out of Jerry Kill and that staff. There is absolutely no doubt about that. Yeah, and I think what proves the point the most, Steve, is the quarterback position. You can't tell me – Dimo used to say that Hardison had an NFL arm. You can't tell me that that young man Las Cruces has a better arm. But yet, the way they run the ball, he's a, he's a dual quarterback. They catered to him. They, they aligned their scheme, and they've maximized. The, they're, again, being resourceful. So we really need a resourceful, transformative coach. You know, you bring up a great point, Joseph, and I appreciate the call. Adrian, you might even go so far as to say – Diego Pavia would have been the perfect, ultimate Dana Dimmel quarterback to run the system that he built all these years at UTEP. Yeah, if it's not, uh, it's it's both of the quarterbacks who are playing in the Conference USA Championship that would have been the perfect Dana Dimmel quarterbacks. It's Salter over there at Liberty, and it's Diego Pavia at New Mexico State because uh, he's, I think, uh, I think Colin has said this, I think even ESPN has said this, that he's like a poor man's Johnny Manziel, and when you watch him, you throw on the tape, and you see him for the first time, that's kind of what you get from Diego Pavia. He's just a gamer, but also a winner, and somebody who's going to take you over the top. So yeah, I agree. No doubt. Two hours in the books uh, as we continue here on Sports. I've never made that comment on Pavia, but you're right. I mean, those two guys playing on Saturday, you look at their skill set and how they operate those offenses, and you're saying, man, 
those would have been the perfect, perfect, ideal choices to run UTEP's system with Dimmel. Yeah, and you also always think, what if? What if Dimmel also looked at Calvin Brownholtz more? What if he looked yep. at Cade McConnell before the season a little bit more and not named Gavin Harder the bona fide starter after Kai Loxley was the quarterback at UTEP? Good point. All right, final 15 minutes with you next. Stay with us. Sports Talk continues live. Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. Getting you ready for Monday Night Football in 600 ESPN El Paso. Longhorn Distributing is where the pros shop for their detailing supplies. Top-of-the-line products at wholesale prices, and many of the chemicals are concentrated to save you money. For 30 years, Longhorn Distributing has provided services to commercial, government agencies, and the public as well. We invite you to our store at 5516 East Paisano to see what the pros use. And remember, we're the distributors of hot seat pressure washers backed by factory-trained master technicians. So stop on by or give us a call at 772-9092. River Oaks Properties was founded by local businessman Jerry Rubin. Their locations include the rapidly growing, highly trafficked Zaragoza Road and East Lake Boulevard in Far East El Paso. In addition, River Oaks has recently completed Westtown Marketplace, El Paso's newest outdoor shopping destination. River Oaks helps create local jobs through retailers. Want to start a business or you need the best location? River Oaks Properties has the best locations in El Paso. For more information, visit ropelpaso.com. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin, up just off on the party. Let's just roll so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistibly soft and hella nice. Our grip is always stopped. It's our party vibe. Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Cyber Golden Gable deals are going on now at Lowe's. Right now, get the best deals of the season. Like up to 40% off select pre-lit artificial Christmas trees, holiday lights, and more. Plus, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories from brands like DeWalt, Craftsman, and Cobalt. Start shopping today to find these savings in-store and online. Because Lowe's knows deals. Vow to 1127 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Spoiled supermarket meat, sawdust-like fillers, artificial preservatives. Ho, ho, hold on there. I'm veterinarian Dr. Marty Goldstein. You don't want your dog eating any of that. These potentially harmful ingredients are found in many of today's popular dog foods, but not in Nature's Blend. A freeze-dried raw dog food with real cuts of meat, omega-3 rich seeds, and superfood veggies and fruit. Nature's Blend is designed to help support your dog's playfulness, healthy skin, soft coat, easy digestion, and youth mobility. Your dog will go bonkers over Nature's Blend savory flavor and texture. For a limited time, save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and receive a free festive holiday dog sweater with select orders. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. I guarantee it with a 100% 90-day return of your purchase price. Offer available with select orders while supplies last. Text fees may apply. You may receive up to one additional text. Text stop to opt out. Paid for by Dr. Marty's Pets. 
A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth, regular bowel movements. Three things everyone strives for. It's me, Chuck Norris. There's one really important thing we don't talk about enough. Our health. Achy joints, digestive issues, weight gain, and fatigue. We're told these are normal signs of aging. So working with a team of health experts, we came up with Morning Kick. Morning Kick is a revolutionary formula combining 10 different supplements in one. Probiotics that help you lose weight. Prebiotics for digestion. Superfoods for muscles and joints. And several of the most powerful. Powerful anti-aging supplements on earth. It'll help you feel youthful, energized, focused, and help manage stress. Anybody can achieve great health regardless of their age. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com. Use code SUPPORT or text SUPPORT to 511-511 and claim 40% off today. Every purchase comes with our 90-day money-back guarantee. Text SUPPORT to 511-511. Morning kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tax fees may apply. Attention business owners. This is John Souza, CEO of ERTC.com. The Employee Retention Tax Credit Program provides up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. If you're confused about the ERTC program, stop right now. Don't fall for false promises. The bottom line, there's no such thing as guaranteed eligibility. Being innovative with taxes can lead to an audit. All ERTC companies are not the same. The easiest way to know if a company is non-compliant is to ask one simple question. Is the CPA working on my file? a W-2 employee of your company. If not, stop right now. Contact ERTC.com. I- 